Indigenous, the poor and the mentally ill are overrepresented. Where isolation, humiliation and degradation are facts of life. Welcome to prison. It depends who's telling the story, I suppose. The prisoners would have one view. The people who work in the prison system would have another. And I think it's up to people to decide uh, you know, where, where the truth is. Give government propaganda and the media spin doctors the flick. And check out Doin' Time for news, views and tunes on prison issues from Guantanamo Bay to Christmas Island to prisons and detention centres everywhere. Every Monday at 4pm on your community radio, 3CR. We are still fired up and we're still talking about revolution. Hello and welcome to the Doing Time Show. This is 3CR Community Radio, 855am on the dial, streaming live on www.3cr.org.au. Um, we've had a few technical difficulties. We have a number of guests coming up. Coming up first on the show is Uncle Jack Charles, and he's going to be speaking about Stolen Generation and many other issues, given that there's been Sorry Day on the 26th of May. And secondly, we'll be speaking with Vicky Roach, who's going to be expanding on the topic. So we have two very, very um, special guests today. And you're back with the Doing Time show, and that was um, a band by Aboriginal. And um, just to let you know, again, that there was a language warning. I did pre-warn listeners. And just to also say that there are bigger crimes and a bit of swearing, and this was actually um, done in a political context. Um, anyway, we just intro- introduced um, Uncle Jack earlier on and talked about the fact that Vicky Roach should be coming up again. And Uncle Jack, welcome to the program. It's good to be here, Marissa. Thank you very much for having me. It's lovely to have you. <laughs> Yeah, um, just wondering if you could just um, briefly talk about what land you're from and just introduce yourself. Uh, well, I'm uh, Jack Charles. I'm not a mere Koori anymore. Um, I found that my father, Philip Burns, comes from Leeds, New South Wales, so consequently on my father's side I am uh, Wiradjuri. On my mum's side I am Bunwurrung and uh, my great greats around the uh, Jar country. Fantastic. Now, Uncle, I think what we're going to do, we have plenty of time. I just want to just... And you're back with the Doing Time show. And we're back in circulation. I think we're out of circulation for a while, but not sure. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And it's approximately 4.10. And, yeah, so, Uncle, so you you talked about um, what land you're from and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm wondering now if you could talk about um, what's been happening with Sorry Day and all about the treaty stuff and, and just talk about you, talk about what, what, what's what been going on. Well, with me, I've been missing it in action in our uh, Victorian prisons and new detention centres. I've been, uh, as usual, distracted uh, mm. by my uh, contractual obligations, you might say, of uh, t- overseas tours. So I've recently just done uh, Auckland Arts Festival and by the way, I had never rubbed so many noses and sweaty foreheads in my life. Those Maori people there—they give you an extremely, you know, you know, uh, uh, serious welcome to country. Yeah. Those people over there. So it was very good to do a, a, a week over there. And uh, also, just recently, I'm back, just back from uh, uh, Tokyo, uh, uh, Japan. I uh, DFAT, uh, Department of Foreign. 
various uh, trade, so you might say I was traded to uh, uh, an art centre over in five, five, uh, five, uh, five hours drive from Tokyo. So, so it's the last time that me and my band and uh, my crew will be touring overseas with this, unless it's a Tasmanian trip down the track. But uh, mm. I've had enough of touring each year since 2008 uh, or 12. We've toured overseas, and um, I've been noticing that uh, um, I'm, you know, I've hooked myself up with Archie, Archie Roach Foundation. I'm uh, one of his special roving ambassadors, talking it up. Uh, and um, we have a uh, a big plan to uh, enhance the reach of uh, the Asian people that work in our youth detention centres and uh, uh, and adult prisons. Uh, Fantastic! So that's what we've been aiming in. And uh, for Archie and I, by the way, Marissa, yeah. we're in uh, Parkville when that first riot started. And really? Yes, yeah, we were caught in on all the monsters. Which riot was that, Uncle? The first riot in Parkville. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yep, yep. two years ago. Right. Yes, and uh, and uh, we already knew we had been complained to about things that were happening while wow. we were having a barbecue with the young ones. So wow. we got a, an immediate understanding of, of what was happening, what was, what, what was going wrong that these fellas... Should uh, be so uh, uh, so um, uh, um, dissatisfied, uh, dissatisfied, and uh, uh, little tolerance with uh, with the system, and that mm. and you, you can't blame them because they bitched to me that uh, if an officer didn't turn up, it was a twenty-one, twenty-three hour lockdown. Wow! And um, and uh, the eventual outcome of all this was that. Uh, but um, uh, it was found that there seemed to have been very little evidence, exactly like Domdale, yep. uh, that any rehabilitation programs or education was being delivered to those people in uh, Malmesbury and uh, Toronto. They've, they've got, uh, you know, a, a Toronto or a, you know, some college up there, uh, Parfield College up there in uh, up there in uh, Malmesbury and. Uh, um, and uh, I don't know what's happened, uh, why why it's happened, but uh, uh, Archie and I have been going in a, a couple of times. We believe, and uh, I, you know, I firmly believe that uh, you you need to uh, uh, tell the the uh, the governors, the uh, managers of uh, the youth detention centres, and the staff themselves, along with the prisoners of the Archie Roach uh, Foundation, and our intentions of having a permanent local uh, elder paid to go in there on a more regular basis so that uh, yeah. uh, the uh, the prisoners become uh, totally familiar with that one person that comes in, much like Jimmy Berg. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uncle Jimmy yeah. Berg was doing. But become regular and, uh, and uh, uh, he's the go-to uh, for uh, families and that uh, and also with the Archie Roach Foundation... There's even a bus. We can pick them, uh, their families up and bring them into uh, yeah. uh, visits, uh, take them up to uh, Malmesbury from down here and that. They do this up at uh, uh, up at the uh, Redfern uh, Medical Centre. Some of those buses they've got, uh, a couple of their drivers take them home in order for people to shift, move around, or to take visitors uh, into uh, the, the uh, New South Wales prisons. Yep. Absolutely. And, and in fact... 
You know, one of the things, Uncle Jack, that listeners need to be aware of, and we've had you on quite a few times, haven't we, really? But just in case there are new listeners that have just tuned in, Uncle Jack um, is a member of the Stolen Generation, and he was taken from his Indigenous mother when he was a baby, and he has been in in prison before and and has, in fact... um, been criminalised and oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's been quite incredible. And in fact, there's a book um, that you participated in about Pentridge, wasn't there? That's right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, I'm. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, Rupert. Somebody. That's it, Rupert. Rupert. And Mann. he actually came to be interviewed. Rupert Mann actually came into yes. the studio to be interviewed um, on the 27th of November last year. Yes. And there was a, a wonderful chapter in the book about you, and yes. you have actually been in Pentridge Prison, haven't you? Oh, yes, it's uh, my, one of my favourite jails. You can't have favourites, by the way, Marisha. <laughs> Why is it one of your favourite jails? <laughs> well, because as soon as I walked in there, I felt a very welcoming uh, you know, a- atmosphere. And that, uh, because uh, uh, there were so many other... Uh, people that had uh, originally been uh, failed adopted kids, yeah. uh, failed yeah, right. foster kids that yeah. we met. I met originally in uh, Tirana. When you did uh, fail those people, you're automatically locked up. And, of yeah. course, uh, you know, young sensitive minds are very easily led, and I was easily led uh, to do a burg, and uh, so I went to Pentridge. Yeah. And that is the yogs yard. But, uh, look... Uh, I was. Uh, I felt I had a measure of protection in there. Mm, yeah. I spoke the Queen's English far superior than most prisoners, so I was looked upon as a uh, uh, a novelty in a way. I wrote their letters, uh, you know, so people. So I got on well because uh, I was uh, a. Uh, I could give them service. I'd write their letters for them. Mm. Uh, Fantastic. If, if nobody wanted to finish off their bowl of porridge, burgoo, I would do it. I was commonly called the Burgoo Kid. Wow. Okay. So, but but obviously you you haven't been to prison for a while now. Um, uh, no, no. Since uh, I came out, I think in two thousand and five or six. Yeah, and there's, there's and, a lot uh, of stuff. But, and that was immediately after me undertaking a uh, the Muramali program being delivered by Auntie Lorraine Peters and her daughter. Yeah. And Marissa, that was the uh, the program most responsible for tweaking my oh. conscience. Uh, it sparked it. Uh, it lit uh, the burning embers of my uh, grogged up, drugged up, fucked up, locked up dreamings. Yep. And, and mm. it definitely did that for me, whereby I had the notion to come out of that last prison sentence uh, because this was the first time I was coming out of a prison, uh, not homeless. I still had the key to my unit in my property. <laughs> in jail. Wow. So, so I had to finish off the documentary, in uh, and uh, finish off uh, jumping off the methadone, uh, undertaking uh, being on standby for the call from the Royal Commission because there was a group of prisoners in jail who uh, who said they would like my phone number. I would be the perfect person to give credence and credibility and validate the stories of what went on in the Box Hill Boys' Home and that they were suing the salvos of what went on in the Box Hill Boys' Home. So that was another element that uh, kept me on the standby. And also I undertook the Elders' Leadership Program with Choco, with, with Choco Howard, Johnson, Howard uh, Edwards, uh, gallivanting oh, yes. around the country 
where we'd meet uh, men and women in another conference centre, but men from all over the country undertaking this uh, leadership skills course. And uh, I got to understand uh, much of, uh, of uh, corporate practices uh, and uh, it led me, I need something to understand if I was going to write letters. I was writing letters to Minister Wynne so I can get the old Aboriginal Health Service up the road there, you know, along the dirty, gurdy mile. But uh, mm. I wanted to start the Need to Buy a Workshop too, and yeah. Mark, Mark too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, if you've got a criminal record, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm pushing for another self-determined program because we've got those programs from self-determination. doesn't matter yeah. about the criminal record. You've got the lived experience of prison. Yeah. You're doing your acting... You know, and, and really as a baby, what would you know about criminals? You know, didn't they criminalise you because you had to go into a home? Uh, yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Well, as what, a baby, the offence... What on earth offense, would you know about well, that the, then? Well, the, the offence, you look up your criminal record, is that uh, you were the offence, under the offences area on, the, on that, uh, on that uh, document, uh, is that uh, your criminal record, um, uh, the offence was child in need of a care and attention. And that's a crime? Uh, apparently that was a crime. <laughs> so, so, so. Lovely. But Uncle Larry Walsh has uh, fought long and hard with the uh, Aboriginal Legal Services. So they, those particular criminal records have now uh, been uh, uh, wiped. That's good? That's wiped. It's been wiped? Wiped, wiped yes. Fantas- for all or just, just uh, yourself? For, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not certain, but I would imagine... Larry Walsh wouldn't only be speaking for uh, himself, he'd be speaking for many of the others that have got this on there. Chocka Howard's got it. I've had a yeah, lot of his. Yeah. Vicky Roach has too. She's yeah. talked about that on, on radio interviews yeah. before. And mm. I just thought I'd, I'd draw um, attention to that for listeners. It's approximately 4.21 and you're listening to an interview with Uncle Jack Charles. Now, Uncle, before you... I know you said you, you wanted to go. Is it OK if we if we just borrow you for a couple more minutes? Yeah, you know, don't have yeah? time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to... We were speaking off-air about treaty. Treaty, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Can you just comment on, on your views about the, um, the treaty in Victoria? I know you were speaking a lot about that just before we came into the studio. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Uh, look, a treaty for me is something uh, similar to... Uh, well, exactly... What Gary Murray has been, uh, 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 you know, in cahoots with Daniel Andrews for some time, I suppose, uh, protecting and uh, 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 and acknowledging uh, uh, ownership of uh, the waterlands of Gajabarong country and uh, mountains and, uh, and et cetera, the springs and the land and that. So he'd been talking about that. But, you know, uh, when I think of a treaty... I believe that uh, a treaty allows us to uh, have a seat at the table, a more permanent seat at the table, never can be taken away. We're always there. There's never an excuse to take away the, uh, you know, almost I might say a black party, a little black spot in the corner of parliaments perhaps uh, where we can uh, advise and, uh, uh, you know, expand on any you know, situations in Parliament that deal with us. But in regard to treaty, you uh, if you have a treaty, you have a list of demands. Hmm. And from my perspective, uh, I'm looking at um, uh, that uh, the state government uh, uh, take a little bit more seriously uh, about bleeding onto our school's curriculum the uh, truth and history of, uh, of the, uh, the, 
the invasion and the uh, settlement of uh, Victoria. And uh, uh, I think truth in history has to come about, and that can only be come about by having, you know, uh, to and fro and discussions with uh, the state government and the education department here in Victoria. We know the federal government uh, education people are, are not on this tack. Uh, it's, uh, it actually defeats that long-term colonialist yeah, yeah. Uh, thought of uh, assimilation. They still want us to assimilate. And, um, and they're pretty uh, peed off with us for not uh, doing the right thing in assimilating. We're integrating very well, you know, and we're very inviting and very tolerant, uh, uh, you know, as, as an Aboriginal race. And, uh, but there has to come a time when, uh, you know, treaty has, has to be discussed seriously. Uh, so I believe uh, if you're already, if, you, if the state is up for it, Daniel Andrews' government seems to be up for it and we're talking to him. I've been in, I was, uh, in there with a large group. Uh, two groups actually have fronted Parliament of recent years. Uh, this recent, week, isn't no, it? Gonna... This, uh, last week. Yeah, it's going to be debated, isn't uh, it? Yes, 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 it's going to be debated. The Greens don't want a party of it, apparently, I'm told, but uh, Lydia Miller had arranged... Uh, Lydia uh, Thorpe, yeah. Lydia Thorpe, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I say Lydia Miller, Arts That's Council right. of Australia? That's right. <laughs> Somebody else. Uh, my nemesis. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, anyway uh, yeah, but uh, that that's that's good. We had a great meeting, and um, so uh, uh, I got to understand that there were many people around the country that... Uh, you know, there is seems to be a split among some small group of elders uh, undertaking another special meeting the week previously and standing outside Parliament. But it was a hoot for me to be uh, in that uh, second larger group, sitting in that room in Parliament there, exactly in the spot where my great-greats a hundred years or so ago had handed those petitions to the... Chief Secretary, the Premier of the day at that time, mm. and that. So here I was a hundred years later doing exactly that. And that's that's exciting. It is, uh, and it, it really stamps is. my it stamps my uh, uh, identity as a Melbourneian because you know if you're my umbilical cord was cut at the Royal Women's Hospital, like so many blackfellas, and so where your umbilical cord is cut, that's where you belong. That's your place of belonging. That's pretty amazing. I'm surprised you actually were in a hospital because, uh, I mean, a lot of the time during the colonisation process, it, you know, babies and, and mothers weren't even allowed to give birth in a hospital. Yes, yeah. Well, the story of William Brack uh, tells that uh, succinctly how they treated the men. Absolutely. When their children were delivered to the hospital, the men weren't, the husbands and wives weren't allowed to see their kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's quite interesting and, and in fact... And sad, really, um, that, you know, you didn't even know about the treaty, what was happening in the Victorian treaty process. Um, although I think the, the Greens um, are wanting to do it, aren't they? Uh, well, maybe I misheard uh, That's okay. Lydia. That's but, a, we uh, can clarify with Lydia at some other stage, but we, we did interview her. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, but anyway. I think it's important because, uh, look, uh, I've just come back from, well, Canada early last last year, Canada and New York last year, you know. So uh, uh, I went over to Canada with Rachel Mazza just to visit a jail at Beavers Creek Province, you know, about a hundred mile out of uh, Toronto. Mm. 
Mm. It was fabulous. We were met at the gate by a father and son team in prison uniform with keys dangling on their belt. <laughs> it was late, late, uh, or late spring, a lot of snow on the ground. Wow. So we went in, they'd set up in their rec room there, a humongous drum of which 12 of them sat around. They bashed and bashed oh. uh, this drum and uh, chanted, and there was about 20 others around these fellows sitting down, all chanting, giving us welcome to country. It was hair-raising on the back of the neck stuff. Wow. Right wow. Now, the job of these two, father and son team, is they have been retrained to be prison officers, okay, and uh, their job description in the main, besides locking them up and containing and rolling, yeah. uh, is to uh, keep, uh, uh, well, the equivalent of our song lines open yes. to the prisoners inside, keep their families connected with them, yeah. uh, make it more possible for the bus to bring them in and visit them, exactly like That's Archie right. Roach and I were, were, were envisaging. And we hadn't saw, seen Canada, I hadn't seen Canada, mm-hmm. When Archie and I were talking about this, the big, the big dreaming is to, is to have this permanent presence, a man or a woman regularly going into a prison, paid to go in, you know. Yeah. And the, the point of, the, of this exercise is that the system has to trust us. Absolutely. And we they... are the most distrusted race in the nation, uh, mm. the Aboriginal. Look, it, it's, and it's, it's always been like that. Yes. But now let's see Victoria come to the party and uh, trust us. We need we need spending on local community centres, re-engaged in community centres. But this time, let's run them with honesty and integrity, with transparency and accountability. And uh, let's you know let's eat every community centre in say Horsham. Yeah. Horsham needs a community centre. There's so many young ones. In our youth detention centres from Orsham and our adult prisons from Orsham because there's no hub anymore. No hub, yeah. No hub to gravitate towards. And that. So this is a long conversation down the track, but I also visited uh, uh, Beavers Creek uh, 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 Community Centre. It's also seen, uh, overseen by a chief. Uh, he was a right. Korean vet. Good. He, he tells us he was the doctor, the special doctor, for all the rock bands that used to come through Toronto in the old days. Wow. <laughs> giving, them the, giving them their Mick Jagger and uh, Jimmy Morris, their spe- special medicines. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he told me, because I said, I asked, I queried, how come? you telling me this is locked in permanently. No future governments can ever take this initiative and mm. the funding away from you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a change in our constitution, Jack. To fit in with our treaty, <laughs> and amongst the main list of demands in the treaty was that every institution that incarcerates or houses uh, their indigenous people, their First Nations mob, their traditional peoples, young or old, has to have local living uh, chief nearby employed yeah, right. to go in there. And wow! That, it seems to have been working. Mm. Well, that's, that's good. That's really good. Now, pretty soon we're going to be speaking with Vicky Roach. But before we do that, Uncle Jack, um, I think you attended the the Stolen Generation Sorry Day um, oh, event. Oh, yes, brilliant. At the flats um, yes, at yes. Atherton Gardens on the 26th of May. And yes. I believe that Atherton Gardens is actually a place, a meeting place where um, families met to try and find each other. Can you tell us a little yes, bit about that day? all the drinking day? and all the drugging were all happening <laughs> there, but I remember it before the flats 
well, as the flats were being built, I was hanging around uh, trying to connect with uh, uh, people uh, in my own right here in this community. And, that, and I remember the little houses around on the corner of Napier and uh, of, uh, well, Napier and uh, uh, all the way up uh, along the Gertie Mile to Brunswick Street, all the little side alleys and etc. My mum lived in a little house there one time, I remember. And uh, But I also remember uh, cleaning uh, the newly installed windows in the, uh, the Napier Street flats there being wow. paid. Many of us on the streets were, or in the community were employed to uh, work in the Office of uh, Housing uh, Construction. Mm. That, you know. So uh, I do remember that, remember them, and I remember our services first starting along the Dirty Gertie Mile and that, you know. That's fantastic, isn't it? So there's a lot of history um, yeah. associated with that. And in fact, I think I read actually an article from The Age about Atherton Gardens, and it was for a new, for a mainstream newspaper, it was a pretty good article, actually, Uncle. Did you read it? Did <laughs> no, you? I didn't know. It was pretty amazing. They actually had an article in there about Choco. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. And yes. they talked about his life, and then they mentioned that um, on Sorry Day there was an unveiling of a monument to the stolen generation. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and you were there for that, weren't you? Yes, yes, yes. yes on, yeah. um, on, sa- on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. And Kutcher Edwards. And Kutcher Edwards. And Kutcher Sag and... Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Yep. Uh, the opera singer, what's her name? Oh. The opera singer? She read Will and Centre. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, right. Beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah, she was there. Uh, uh, she sang in language too. She's a, she, she's a humdinger, that woman. That's pretty amazing. Uh, and just... Very strong yeah. people uh, in the community. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, the gathering of all the African Australians uh, was a hoot, and Kutcher you had the little kid wrapped around his little finger, oh. and that he, he, he well, those little kids would be in awe of a big, <laughs> imposing presence of Kutcher, <laughs> <Yeah>. and they <laughs> just loved him, and that you know. Yeah. But of course, yeah, he always gives gives a good accounting of himself uh, at these events, and uh, it was just great. Even Niles turned up, Doctor wow. Niles, who had been sacked from the health service. And his missus turned up. So it was great to see everybody there. All the old ones, all the old stragglers that are, you know, that uh, uh, are not stragglers anymore. They're too old to be struggling now. They're living sedate lives as pensioners <laughs> and experience what it's like being a pensioner yeah. and that, you know. So, yeah. and, and we were all there. That's and, fantastic. And, and that's fantastic. And many of us have fond memories of, uh, of of that uh, of Atherton Gardens and all the friends we've made there, uh, but also of all the friends and rallies that we've lost. Well, yeah. So yeah, and all all the elders that that have died prematurely. Prematurely. Um, because people Aboriginal people don't live as long as non-Indigenous people, is it? Isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Well, I, I'm different. I'm 75 this September. <laughs> uh, well, you're a li- living and, example. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. If you pull up at the right time, you'll live longer, you know. But you've got to be, you know. You've you got to be, you know, rigid about it. Absolutely. You've got to be rigid. Absolutely, yeah. Uncle Jack, thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, thank you. you. You're welcome to stick around when we interview Vicky, if you like. I have to hit the frothing and got it. before night time. I don't like riding by. No, no, of course not. Dark. Mm. No, of course that. not. But no, look, thanks for having me, oh. Bruce. Uh, oh, good. Good to see you again. 
Yeah. Long time, 3CR, bless you. Hey, I'm just really curious. <laughs> and, all that, and all those fellas in jail, I'll be coming in soon. You're okay, I'm unleashed from the Not as a prisoner, of, though. Uh, no, 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 but I'll be coming <laughs> in because I, I need to have a chat with you and all that. You know, hey, but, you know, I'm just really curious, though. I've yeah. always wanted to ask you this. How many prisons have you actually been in in total? Oh, one, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six. Six? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Choco beat uh, 22 you. times incarcerated. I do have 26 mugshots in the Victorian prison system. Choco Spikes. beat you. He was in eight. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, he was, a, you know, he was allowed. To... <laughs> 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 uh, I was just a quiet little cat burglar. <laughs> oh, Collect, a... Collecting rent, ironically, on my mum's land. You can't, you know... You know, whip up a scenario like that. Yeah. But mm. those houses in Turak and South Yarra and Brighton oh. are all on Boonwurrung country. If I'd had mm. the presence of mind to use that as a defence, uh, maybe I'd gotten another eight years for, for doing so. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, uh, but no, the point is, uh, uh, you know, it's been a long journey and many of us, many of you mob in jail, need to uh, undertake the journey of... Uh, of this great discovery that a lot of white Australians are undertaking. Who, who, who do you think you are? Well, many of you in jail need to understand the full extent of your heritage because once you've got it, it'll be a strong black backbone to your Absolutely. future. And for people in, who, who are living in Turak and Brighton, don't worry, you're quite safe. <laughs> Uncle's too busy now. I'm stealing still, but <laughs> hearts and minds nowadays. That's right, he's too busy. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> too busy to be a cat burger. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you too busy now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't you dare say you're stuff. not too busy. You're <laughs> going to scare people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uncle, thank you so much for coming Thanks on the program. Thank you very much. Thanks okay. so much. There, yeah, bless you. Australia is a crime scene. It's unfinished business, this crime. People don't understand that it was a military exercise. It was military in the first fleet. It was Captain James Cook. It was Captain Arthur Phillip. Right through the history of Australia, it's a military exercise. Our people have suffered greatly because the white man is not prepared to act honourably and legally. Still the case in this country today. This is 3CR. For your mic. 3CR Radiothon 2018. Fight for your mic. The sound of the weapon called a microphone. Bring the revolution on. Broadcasting to the early morning. June 4th to the 17th. Fight for your mic. Rebel music on the dance floor. Tell me what you're fighting for because this DJ gonna keep you alive. Forget about your troubles and your nine to five with the rhythm of the pump. you got to remember, Nanox, a special day for us, fellas. That's a reminder who we are. 
Every year for NAIDOC Week, 3CR Community Radio gives voice to our Indigenous brothers and sisters through Beyond the Bars, Australia's only live prison broadcast. I am a black, black man. NAIDOC means a lot to me. It's about identity and also about past and present. NAIDOC means a lot to me for my family and my people. And the people forgetting about our rights. You can access audio from current and past Beyond the Bars broadcasts via the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash beyond the bars and either listen to or download audio from Australia's only live prison broadcasts. Happy NAIDOC! 3CR is a community radio licence holder. What you hear on community radio is governed by the Community Radio Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting by and for the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this station. Copies of the code are available from the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash who we are. And you're back with the Doing Time show. And we just heard from Uncle Jack Charles, who was talking a lot about um, stolen generation and treaty and the lived experience of prison. It's approximately 4.41. Sorry, Vicky. We're going to welcome Vicky to the program now. Vicky Roach, we're a bit late. Sorry about that. Hi, Marissa. How are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> Vicky, thank you so much for being patient with us. Um, but, you look, you've been on our show quite a few times and we've invited you back, really, because um, of Saturday the 26th of May and I know that Sorry Day... Um, was was on that day, wasn't it? And we just wanted to just ask you um, how you well what what happened that day. Whether you just stayed home or whether you went anywhere, and and what it means to you. I rarely do anything for Sorry Day. That's all right. Um, I may go on a march. I didn't this year. I actually sprained my back, so I was feeling particularly sorry for myself as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Sorry Day is well for me anyway. It's a time for reflection. Absolutely, it, it is a time for reflection. And in in fact, what what are your views, for example, on um, prison abolition? Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> prison abolition. I, I believe very strongly that prisons need to be must be must be abolished for society to proceed as a humane, civilized society. Very very much so. Very much, but you sound a bit clogged up there, Vicky. You've been a bit, a bit unwell. <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of get like this every time. I, every time I go on a plane, and I was actually in Melbourne. Um, I came back on Friday. Oh yes. So, yeah, leaves me a bit like this for a couple of days. Were, were you visiting, or were you, were you speaking on a panel? What What was happening? 
Um, actually, I, I went to um, a steering committee meeting for Women Transforming Justice, yep. which is something um, very important to me. Of course, always uh, women in, in the criminal justice system or criminal injustice system, as I like to call it. And what, what happened there? Uh, it was our first meeting, so it's, it's all very... We're all just getting to know um, about things, about each other, and uh, what's going to happen with this with this program. Okay. Okay. And, and what was your... What, what, what are your reasons for participating in that type of program? Uh, it's very important to me. Uh, decarceration and prison abolition... Like I said, it's something that must be done. Um, We're we're still still being medieval savages by locking people away in prison. Other countries have already showed us the way. Um, We we can adopt these principles tomorrow and have people out of prison. It um, needs to be expedited as quickly as it can and anything I can do to, to make that happen, um, I'll do. Absolutely, and no, it's, it's it's pretty important, isn't it, Even Vicky? If I do get a cold on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's right. And in fact, Vicky, we were talking to Uncle Jack uh, just before you about how babies and and Aboriginal babies, um, of course, had the circumstances of stolen generation that he was actually told that he'd, he'd committed a crime at, I think, as a baby. Didn't that happen to you too? And can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, it, it happened to me too. Um, when I was two and a half, it, it was a device that the uh, child welfare system used at the time um, because of the children's court being with a normal court, I imagine, um, something that we're looking at doing again right now, if I understand correctly. Yep. Um, yeah, and so it was a, they charged me with being neglected and exposed to moral danger, neglected by, by way of being destitute. I was two and a half years old, so, um, you know, they, they used to make kids work early back then. <laughs> wow. And does that go on your criminal record, Vicky? Well, it actually does because it's, it's on a uh, police charge sheet. So it goes into the criminal system and it becomes the, the founding document of, of your um, criminal record. That's correct. Has it been wiped for you? It never gets wiped. Never? Never get swiped. That's what um, they're hoping to do in Victoria, and I hope they are successful in Victoria with that. Um, But uh, it doesn't help in the long run um, to a degree because all all your other records, you know, all the other crimes that you get charged with um, ultimately resulting from that initial charge are not wiped. So you were taken away from your mother as as a child and nothing was ever right again after that and, you know, no wonder you went to prison. 
Well, yeah, there was there was basically only way one way for me to go. Yeah, look, it's 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 pretty crazy, Vicky, and you know, I really love talking to you actually because each time I I speak to you, I I get to know you better, and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you sharing, you know, um, your yourself on air because it's so important. Absolutely. Vicky, I just wanted to ask you something in regards to, I, I know you didn't attend Sorry Day, but I just wanted to ask you um, about the the symbolic purple flower and how they put it in the sculpted Kulamon. What, what does that mean? Um, I'm sure I don't know. Yeah, because there's a... the, the, the was- Victoria. In Victoria, they they laid a purple flower in the sculpted Coolamon, and I think the Coolamon. I should have asked Uncle Jack about this. Actually, I think a Coolamon is a, is a um, is a beautiful. It's like a um, a plate or something, or a, a, a pot that women used to use, but before before Australia, yeah, before it was you, colonized. You didn't carry a baby in it. Oh, a baby. That's right. So it's a Coolamon, and. I'm sure I've seen one of those. It's actually beautiful, isn't it? So they, they carried a baby in that. They used for many things, but yeah, you, mm. you didn't carry a baby in it. Oh, wow. That, that's pretty amazing. It's approximately... Uh, f- What's that? Oh, I'd be interested to know what the purple flower is. Yeah, the flowers, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I... I and yeah. Jack would have known too. I forgot. Oh, no. I forgot to ask him, but I thought, you know what, I, I was going to continue it with you. But I think it's actually symbolic of maybe it's symbolic of Sorry Day in Victoria, and there are so many different, different um, um, tribes, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the flower. So. Um, and there might be flower for each each tribe. Each tribe. It's approximately four fifty, and you're listening to an interview with. Vicky Roach, and thanks so much for coming onto the program despite your cold. Vicky, are there any final comments you wanted to make? Um, well, Reconciliation Week. Tell us about you, that. Um, well, first of all, you have to have something to reconcile. And we've never seen the sovereignty. Yep. Mm. Uh, you know, until sovereignty is is seated, and it never will be. Um, there will be many more sorry days. Tell tell us tell us about sovereignty being seated. What does that What does that mean to you? Sovereignty has never been seated to this land. We have never said, "Here you go, you can have it." Yeah. We've never been treated with. We've never even been treated with respect. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I was watching this show called After Ma- Ma- Marbo last night. And On the they, TV. Yeah, yeah. And they had like, um, they were talking about how the farmers had this full-on propaganda about, oh, they're going to steal your land and blah, 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 blah. It was like an advert yeah. on mainstream TV, and people, That's how it was. yeah, people were saying that it, it was a national party or something who supported it as well, and people were saying that um, that um, it wasn't it even um, farmers' now. land. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was. Um, Look, who's doing it now? Crown yeah. land that they were talking about. Yeah, what was that, Vicky? Sorry. Look, who's doing it now in farmers? own backyard, the mm. gas company. Yeah, that's it, the same thing. The gas yeah. company? Yeah, the gas companies are doing it, not us. Yeah, don't they want to they do gas exploration in the, the Northern Territory there? We can't stop them. We can't say no. All we have is the right to negotiate. Oh, I reckon we can stop oh. them. I reckon we can. I might bring in some music. Yeah. I've been knocked, yeah. knocked with, with negotiations. Yeah. But um, it seems to me, from what I can understand of the whole act, mm. is that although we, we can negotiate till the cows come home, we can't outright say no. Wow. Oh, is that with the land rights? And no farmer can either. What's that? No, no, ordinary, no ordinary farmer can either. Yeah. Well, there needs to be, I think, um, lawyers and, you know, we, we need to actually have lawyers research these things, don't we, and work out what, what can be done. Um, in some ways, native title is a bit of a farce. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Sorry. But, uh, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got to be said, doesn't it? Go on. Yeah, yeah, and, and all this um, recognition and mm. none—that—that's uh, all big furphy. It's all—it's all been funded by the by the Liberal Party. It's got nothing to do with us, um, and we don't want that. Yes. I don't want to be recognised in in their constitution. Yeah, we are our own sovereign nation. Mm. We're not part of their constitution, and and I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But as long as it's not as actually, you know, the the thing that gets to me is though that it shouldn't be about Terra Nullis either. I'm sorry. You know the Terra Nullis, how you know it was it was looked at that Aboriginal people that there was no one living here when the the settlers came, when colonisation happened. They acted like no one was living there. Was this flora and fauna? Well, you know, Marbo native title was supposed to put paid to that, yeah. um, to that mess, but it has been watered down so much, first of all by Howard, yeah. and then just continually thereafter until we have these just totally demolished um, faux rights, F-A-U-X. They're not real. Absolutely. It's approximately 4.55 and we've got about three minutes. Vicky, thank you so much for coming. And I'm sure we'll be um, having you back on soon. A pleasure always. (laughs) Thanks, Vicky.
Take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that was Vicky Roach, um, who who is a, a wonderful Indigenous woman, and she's a writer, and she's um, done some amazing stuff. Um, but yeah, so we've got a couple of minutes left. But just to we, before we go say goodbye, we went just wanted to remind listeners that Radiothon started today. So the Radiothon is from the fourth to the seventeenth of June, and we'll be having our Radiothon show next Monday, um, the eleventh of June. And um, our target is $850, so keep those donations coming if you can um, for doing time and all shows at 3CR. And from $2 upwards, um, it's tax deductible um, as long as you're able to do that by the 30th of June. So stay tuned for next Monday. Um, We're going to be looking at a lot of interviews. Um, And in two weeks' time, we're going to be interviewing um, Brett Collins from Justice Action about some prisoners who were not allowed to uh, go into a health conference because they um, would have had to have paid $2,500 to attend a conference. Isn't that absolutely appalling? So we're going to look at that and, um, yeah, look look at many other issues. So Beyond Zero is up next and they're coming up soon. We're going to be going out with our theme song now, Black Fella, White Fella. Thank you so much for Uncle Jack coming in and thank you to, to Vicky. Um, for coming onto the show. And so it's goodbye from Marissa. See you, everyone. And stay safe and please look, everybody look after each other. See you next week. See ya.